Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the picnic. They just slow. The simplest thing like leaving the house yeah. is long now. But are we in? We in, man. We in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in, we're in, we're in, we're in, we're in. Fuck you, um, guys. What are you saying? To catch the fit, man. Long thing, man. I ain't throwing no more fits to you lot, but... You're on a fashion thing now, innit? Again. Again? I've been on it, man. It's I hear that. that. I had no confidence, but now I'm back. <laughs> Let's take a look at this one, though. God. They can't even see this one on the camera. This is mad. Love oh, it, yeah, man, Chucky, man. This is mad. 7pm. He was definitely at a Skepta thing. No. Private. Koji Radical. Is it, yeah? Koji Radical Yeah, this is hard. Shoot. I can't even Crazy. lie. A video shoot, yeah? Come on, man. When was this? Um, it was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Me, Rich, Cold. Cash. It was crazy over there. Cold. It was crazy. Well, did you buy this fit for it or did you just have it there ready for something to come? They had the thing ready. What, they, they gave you this? They oh, so you had like a whole... Come on, Koji's thing's different, man. They had a wardrobe. Wardrobe. Nah, for everyone, not just me. Is it? For yeah. everyone. Oh, sorry, Callum. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Callum said, oh, God damn. Callum, is it too much? No, it's perfect. Nah, for a video shoot as well. And also... I don't know, I feel like he could walk out on the street like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Poe, that's what I'm saying it's poet innit and yeah. also I thought you know what it might have been one of them Skepta private thing. you understand what I'm saying I yeah, know yeah, that you yeah. would step out like that but Skepta, <laughs> come on man I'm waiting for gigs to invite me so I never get invited if I get invited to the gangster gigs party I'm coming in a pink suit no one's going to be wearing that like, I hear that peace and love them things happen at the end of every year it's looking like now still honourable shout out to them and that oh, they're looking crazy um, can we just start off with some music quickly Jay Haas looks like he's dropping Bro, and I'm really excited about it. Where did he I can't even lie. Sorry to cut you. Sorry, carry on. No, I'm I'm really I'm very very excited about it. I'm sure he dropped the last time he dropped was in January as well, and it's mad because sometimes I feel, barring Jay Huss, yeah, which I guess speaks to elitism, a lot of the time when people drop in January, it feels like when the end of the year comes, that that project was like the last year. Does that yes. make sense? Because it's cause, yes. It feels yes. like, oh, like, for example, now at the end of 2022, we'll probably look at some projects that came out in January 2022 and think, oh, what well, that came out this year. Like, we've, that felt like that was last year. Award ceremonies messed that up. So when you have the Brit Awards in February, 
it does make you feel like if your project came out in January, it should be part of that conversation. Right. And then like the new conversation yeah. is start of what, second quarter, more end of third quarter. It looks yeah. like that's when they like to have the conversations about new music. But it's just what, that's what confuses things. That's the only thing that confuses things, I kind of feel like. Because it's, it's weird. You're caught in between award ceremonies and end of year reviews. So if you bring out your music in January... Well, not Jay Huss, but most other people, it's sometimes kind of forgotten. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. I'm excited that Jay Huss is back. He was in Jamaica. Come on, man. Where has he been? Where has he been? I did see like little video clips of just him and his sister just in a room. Yeah. And the room just looks so like I'm at my grandma's house. Yeah. It's like in order for him to fine tune his powers, he just needs to stay in real environments. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Bless you, bro. Bless you, yeah, bless you. I feel like See, this is the thing, yeah? When you can actually be in a position where you could actually drop something and then work that project however you want to work it, so maybe do some tours, whatever, whatever it may be, and then say, I'm out. And then come back and still have that same, oh my God, like you're about to drop thing. That's an amazing place to be. But only a few, only a few can get there. But j kind of, in his early adolescence, he's just sort of created that path that existed back in the day. So I would say that the mm. the nineties, the mid nineties up until like mid millennials, like two thousand and five, that was kind of the way, that, the pattern, in it. Mm-hmm. And then like the mixtape culture messed it all up because then mixtapes started getting signed as albums, so people were releasing yeah. more projects. But Jay Huss just seems to be like, nah, cause this is what you get. I'ma work it. I've worked on time. Yeah. I've worked for time to even create this project in the first place. So take it in and. Yeah. He's a special kid, fam. You listen to his last project, some of the things that he's saying, they're still relevant now. And I know it sounds crazy because it's not that old, but yeah, like, yeah. usually some people's music isn't relevant a year later. Whereas I do want more, I do want more lyrically from him though. You know, I keep saying that, innit? Fight for your rights. Is a, the thing is, it depends on what you want to listen to. Because when a man says, how are you going to run the world? Can't even run your life. Yeah, no. I'm Destiny's Child. I'll survive. I'm right. just like, in that track there, you've given me enough lyrics for the year. Because they're still <laughs> relevant now, bro. He's just... The guy's incredible, bro. And then he can mix it up and give a vibe. Yeah, that's it. Now, see the vibes thing? Mm. No question of a doubt. Mm. I And I know when I hear a J-Huss thing, whether it's the first quarter, the middle or the end, or even just bits and pieces of it, I just know the one thing I'm definitely going to get is a vibe. Also, I know he's going to give me some crud. Mm-hmm. But you know what, though? I'm going to be honest. For me, mm-hmm. I want to learn something new about him today. I don't know what that is. I don't know whether it's a, a musical sound or whether it's something he's telling me in a bar or whatnot. There's so much that has happened in this guy's life. I, as a man who loves lyrics, want to hear about it. Sometimes though, and I can't speak on his behalf, I don't know. But you know when life experience happens? Yeah, so talk about it at the time. We've done podcasts. So you've seen me talk about things at the time. Mm. And then when I get past it, it's a whole different vibe. So the, the beauty musicians have is they're not doing a podcast. Yeah. So it's like, you've happened. All right, cool. Live through it, experience it, and now give it to us. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's why Jay Huss's business model is so incredible because he lives enough without doing anything for you to go, next project round, he's going to inform us on stuff. Whereas yeah. a lot of um, artists... They release so regular, it's like they're repeating themselves yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much throughout the year. So, but I, I hear you. Yeah, I just I want. Hear you. Do you know what it is? I just wanna. I just wanna know. I just wanna learn something. Like, I wanna know. I wanna know, and I'll need because he's the only person I feel like can do this. Yeah, 
Because he can do the he can do what I'm asking in a vibesy way. You don't have to do it in a deep way. Like some what I'm gonna ask for, some artists can only do it by having a slow beat and flipping, pouring their heart out and whatever. J Hus can do it in on a track that is like that could just mash up dances for another five years. But I want I do kind of want to know a little bit about what was going on between like in his life around the time that he's come out of jail and he's walked out on stage like he's Jesus. What happened? How did that feel? Give me a smart bar about it. Do you understand what I'm saying? What happened with my man with the like? Give me a. I do understand what you're do you understand what I'm saying. Apparently he's a father now as well. Um, oh, for real. Apparently he's a father, so it'd be nice to oh, know. Oh, see, even that. And he's gone to Jamaica. Apparently the youth's half Jamaican. So I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Jay oh, Huss is, it, is yeah? Jamaican. <laughs> Jamaican Huss. <laughs> I hear that still. I'm just gonna take it. I feel I'm allowed to. So I'm just gonna take it. Um, that goes to my next. Go on. Was you gonna say something? Nah. That goes to my next thing as well. Yeah. Do you know what I'm loving at the moment? I'm gonna get back to Jay Huss in a bit. Mm-hmm. But I am loving that like enough Jamaican artists. Yeah, mm-hmm. are going to like various places in Africa, which they have been anyway for a little for a little while. But you know, like some of the new gen are. But then also, I'm loving the fact that like a lot of the Nigerian and Ghanaian artists and whatnot, and they're going to Jamaica and they're doing that. And it's like, the, it's like they're connecting a dot in a different type of way now. See, like with Jamaicans, yeah, especially with like a certain section of the artists or whatnot, they are all, always been very in touch with their roots and and uh, an element of... Because obviously, you know, Jamaicans are, can, are very patriotic. They yes. love where they come from and whatnot. But they also understand that Africa is the place where we come from. It's the motherland. Yeah, it's the motherland. So there's there's always been that, but I, like I think now what is different is is that like because maybe I could be wrong in saying this. Yeah, back then, although they would be saying that, there was still I still felt like there was an element of separatism between Jamaicans and elements of African countries. Don't know why. Don't know where that come from. Don't know who. Don't know who put that there. But I just feel like now. There's more of a closeness between them, and it's we starting were the from the other guys. Though, so to cut you, we were the most like obviously Jamaicans were the f- kind of the first over here to repair the country, and mm. so there was more Jamaicans than other black in the you know groups. And then as time's gone on, there's more Nigerians here. There's more. Do you know, I'm coming from. There's more mixed race people. There's just loads of different things, and then you realize by this time in the generation, you have more in common. You have more to speak about being in common than you have to segregate yourselves. Yeah. So then two twos now. When man start uniting on some Dragon Ball Z thing, right. they're realizing their powers together. Yeah. Like I said, I really saw Jake Heady one with Chance the Rapper. Like that's what's happening now. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that you know, yeah, yeah. Pop Khan and them man are gonna be soon. He's out there in Ghana just living. Do you know where I'm coming from? And they're treating him like a king out there. Yeah. Enough of the artists and that are going out there, and you're seeing Davido going to Jamaica and that, and like I saw. Um, Parsalu actually, he was in Jamaica. I think I don't know if he's there right now. He was in Jamaica as well. Yeah. You see, yeah. Come on, man. I love that. I love that for them. You know what I mean? Maybe it's maybe it might have also been a money thing as well. Maybe it might have been like, are they couldn't afford to go over there? Yeah, it's like you know, like now Mm. there's a lot more money in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on how you're getting it, and then you're seeing like, see, like this type. Well, what was it? December. I would probably say I've been seeing the litness in Ghana in like around December and January for years, purely through Manny Norte, because he's been DJing there like every year for God knows how long. So when I'm seeing Seriously? him for years, bro. Manny Norte is a real one, Bro, you when know? I tell you for years, like, see one. like the last three years, the last three years, it's evidently become a thing. Yes. I'm talking about the last seven, eight he's been going out there. So then? 
like in the words of Chucky, honorable shout honorable out. Honorable shout out to Manny Norton. Come on. Honorable shout out to my guy. But um but now obviously you're seeing it and you're hearing it. Like, and it's looking different to the way that you might have thought it in your mind. You go and you experience it and it becomes a whole next thing. You understand what I'm saying? So when it's I'm so, seeing the artists, yeah. them linking up and whatnot, and then they're posting it, 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 it gives it gives people that are like, maybe not artists and not working music or whatever, but that extra desire to be like, what is that? Like, what's going on over there? I know I always do this, yeah. But you said last three years, it's been a thing, in it? Yeah, go on. Skept has been saying it from early. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Skept has been saying it from early, but yeah, we'll yeah. move on from But then, you know what? They're from there. Yeah. Well, actually, he's Nigerian, so. From Africa. We're all from Africa, but yeah, he's, he went over there, went to the village, I saw him in the suit, and it's, it's nice that artists in this generation are going back to their roots, are going back to other countries which are, full of people them that like are like-minded and black people. Because you know what? I just feel like their music will live on for longer. Yeah. Like it's a good business decision yeah, for yeah. you to celebrate your music with your people. I just feel like that's where it can sell. Like what NSG are doing right now is ridiculous. And the man are just touring Africa fam. They man got their own little um, venue in Ghana. Yeah, I, I saw that. They got yeah, their own yeah. venue. Yeah. So I see Miss Banks out there. and I'm, Everyone's I just, them. Bro, love just... You know, it makes you feel good. Like, They're building yo. infrastructure. You know, like mm. they, at one point, you couldn't really tour Africa like that because a lot of the countries just didn't have the infrastructure for it. Mm. Yeah. Now you're starting to see that like some of them are building that. So, you know, what you'll probably see now, yeah, especially going um, into later on into the year when people start releasing their tour dates, especially when it's like they're the world... The t- like touring the world and that you're gonna start seeing more African countries on that too. You're gonna That's see amazing. the European date. You know, like what artists usually do. So they, they drop the UK date first, yeah? yeah. Then they drop the European date. Come yeah? on. Then if you're if you're a big Ute now, then you might do the US and like the South America tour, all of that type of stuff. If you're crazy, right? If you're up there like that, yeah. If you're up, 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 you might see the Asia on that as well. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> if you're if you're in Asia. Like Michael Dapper once upon a time doing Man's Not Hot. Yeah, you're crazy. Different class. But also in that as well, you'll see African countries and that too. And I think, and also forgetting um, Australia. No, I think you we should Australia. for a little while. But, but that's uh, for the howler section. I think we should for a little while, but we'll get uh, to the howler section. Yeah, uh, we'll get <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you add that, but you also add the African countries in that as well. How wholesome does that feel? That feels like a world, that feels like a world tour. Do if you know you're what? doing that, that's a world tour. Trust me, because the truth of the matter is this, and I don't mean, sometimes I sound like I'm proper, I don't hate anyone, I love all, I just love my people. And like, I think Jama- I think Chucky said it best, Jamaicans are very patriotic, like, yeah, you could have been there once, you could have gone Brixton twice. Just the fact that you know you're Jamaican, you're so proud of it, I can't even describe it. So, to go to a concert, where you just look and everyone's the same colour as you, for once, just, just to experience that once yeah. would be nice. Yeah, 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 It would be nice. I know some people at home that are watching this will be thinking, ah, big man, in 94, you could go to an Oasis concert and boom, you had your time. Vanilla <laughs> fucking ice cream for you. I'm just saying in my lifetime, just once. Yeah. I just want to go watch NSG, Pasalu, J-Hus in Africa and just see nothing 
but brown skin. <laughs> is that wrong? And it, depends you which, it depends on which where you go there. If you go to South Africa, it might not be that though. Of course, apartheid was proper over there, and the mm. white people were speaking Dutch and bare things. So mm. I'm not really on it over there, man. Honorable shout out to Jay Husto. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Is do you like? There's there was a track listing that got leaked. Yeah, did you mm. see it? There's 26. There's 26 songs on there. I don't trust track listing no more. Because even the track, whose track list got leaked the other day, like Gunner. No, it wasn't even leaked. He put it out and then the track with Drake is not there the next day. So do you oh, know okay. what? Track listing, your buck side. How much? Just let me see it when it comes out. If there is 26 songs, is that risky these days? No, Maybe not for Huss, but just in general. Okay. Is is 26 songs in this day and age too much for people these days, Would you would you say? In general, because of the way people release music, for me, personally, yes. Your average artist has a way too much. But if we're speaking about the Jay Husses of this world, I ask you, is that too much? No. Not 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 for not for Jay Huss. But I just I put him in a I put him in a different tier that only a few people are really in. Like there's not much that is in there like that. But then I guess that like maybe this is relative though. Maybe it's relative to who you like. Because I'm sure that there will probably be, you know, a small section of people that will like a certain artist that may not be up, up like that, but they could listen to a damn near 30 song album. I just think the general, the general pop, I don't think that they t- can take, I just don't know if they process. They things, things are moving so quick, yeah? And you know, I keep mentioning this all the time. Like we're in, for me, I, I mention this all the time, that we're in a world of mass hysteria. So everything is moving mad quick. Everyone mm. wants this shit, this, that. They want to get straight to the moment. You know, this this album will drop, yeah? Mm. And you know what will probably happen? A lot of people will go straight to the, the Stormzy and Dave, um, the Stormzy and Dave feature. I just need to get to that because I need to tweet and I need to let, I need to know what that's about because I want to be a part of the moment. And I, I think for that, that is one of the reasons why it's difficult for, you know, to put out an album that is that long and for people to actually take it in the way as you as an artist have spent all of that time and effort, created it, even put the songs in certain orders so that it could flow a certain way. Yeah, I just don't even think artists can now expect that people will even, even take it in like that. Unless it's mad short. If it's six songs, mm. if it's six songs, bro, <sighs> I think that they could. If it's 26. Again, I, it definitely depends on what type of artist you are, as you know anyway. I don't know like I'm telling you anything new. But like, Chucks, there are some artists here, if they have a 30-track album, you'll realise how crap they are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is me being brutally <laughs> honest. Yeah, they ain't true. got nothing to say. Every... Like the A and R from the record label has come into their session and she made them change certain sonics so it can be more radio friendly. Once you hear that sonic too religiously, yeah, like too repetitively, it just becomes a it becomes a noise. It's not a sound anymore. It's a noise. Like you hear it a year later, you're like, that's a bit old because you don't want to hear it no more. You call it a noise. And I think a lot of artists are in that space. Obviously, I'm not on this Destiny's Child thing. I'm not gonna say names today, but. I'm just saying, Jay Huss isn't in that space. Jay Huss is in a space where he disappears for so long to accumulate certain energies and understanding certain things in his life. So when he speaks about it musically, he does it in a way that a 15-year-old can understand and a 50-year-old that can understand. 
But the time capacity in which most of our younger generation put out projects, it's just them and people within their age parameter that can understand them because they haven't lived through it properly and matured themselves. So, yeah, I think a lot of artists will get found out if they dropped 30s. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Gets can do it. Gets can give you 26. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a few artists I think that... There's a few artists that I actually think could do that, yeah. Even look, um, some of the... I, I say this respectfully, but, like, lower-tier artists that I think that could do it. But, like... I just don't think general pop could listen to that like that. I just don't think that they, I just don't, I don't have that belief in the confidence of the people to digest music like that anymore. I Bro, think that's done. Think about I it. Think it's, done. It's never, it was never there though. It was never there. You think so? 100%. There's a, there's a chart every week and you have to figure out who's number one. Chucky, who the hell wants to make decisions on the most popular song every single week? Like, I remember I used to think about that when I was younger. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. This week, I might be listening to Cut Close. I just might listen to Cut Close, Keith Sweat. Like, this just might be my thing this week. <laughs> this might be my number one song, but now this is not popular anymore. There's another, like, that concept to me is ridiculous. It puts a lot of pressure on a consumer to consistently go out and find new things to replace whatever was there. So I've never really been a fan of charts because I think charts is just, it's the wrong way to take in music. So I don't think it was ever there. Just our sound wasn't popular. But now there's more black people here, more black people are, our influence is a lot stronger. Now we're yeah. in the conversation of popular music. Yeah. So now you're going to take in that music the same way you took in music in 1993, unfortunately. Unfortunately for a yeah, consumer but like you know, me. When you, to, to, to unpack it even more though, yeah. it probably was a little bit there, but just by force though, purely okay. because if, let's go back to tape era, the tapes era, yeah? Surely, like when you got an album, the first thing you was not doing was fast forwarding the tape. No, man. You were just playing the tape. Obviously, what you liked is what you liked and maybe you found your way to get to the songs that you liked or whatever it may be. But you just had to just run the tape. But now, the I'm not saying that is the better way of doing it. I'm just saying that like, by force, you had to consume the body of work the way you as an artist yeah. wanted people to listen to it. Same with vinyl. Yeah. I know that vinyl, you could like lift it up and you can move it or whatnot, yeah. But I think like, if you ask people from back in the day, more time, they'd put the vinyl on the player, pull it on the thing, and just let it run. And the way you, as the artist, the person who's created this, yeah. has made it, I have to take it in that way. Now, we don't have to do that. I'm not, again, let me just be clear. I'm not saying that that was a better way or whatever it is, because imagine you could just be flipping, you know, you might have a, a tape and there might just be a couple of songs that you like on this flipping album. And you've heard the album twice over. You think the album, the rest of the album is shit, but now you actually have to just keep trying to find the points of where, I can see how that is a bit long. But I just think in the time of mass hysteria, adding to the fact that you can just not even, I don't even have to, I don't even have to consume the album like that. Let me just go grab the, let me get the fucking moments where, which one is the one? What is everyone talking about? What is the vibe? I hear you. <laughs> do you I what I'm saying? No, no, bro, you're breaking it down properly. I do think though, obviously it's part of a wider conversation, which is not really music. I think it's part of a wider conversation of convenience. And the more convenient things are, is the more you're prone to go to it. And then popular people, pop, things that are made popular by a younger group of people. So younger people like convenience. So whatever's more convenient for them is probably going to be what's number one. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Um, when it comes to... Yeah charts and so on and so forth so music's just in a weird space now that you said that it's made me realise that music's actually in a very weird, weird weird space what it has done is though it has taken away the gatekeeper to a degree to a degree because really what we've seen is most of the time as well 
I think even for like art, you know, you could put out an album and you could say, you know what, this is going to be the single. This is the song that's going to go. Mm. Yeah. You put that out as a single, does all right. You know what I mean? People kind of like it. People go to the album, they love the album though. And guess what? They like number four. More than they liked number one that you made the right. single. And they just love it. Mm. And so now you can see by the analytics, you know what? How do I bypass this one now? Everyone loves it. I have to do something with this now. Again, it, I'm t- it's all down to posi- I wish people really took in their environment before they released music. Because certain songs just have certain sonics which are just going to be more popular in this country. It doesn't make it the best song. It doesn't make it the song that you think should be the single. It's just the song that is the most popular due to the circumstances of where we are right now. So this is the reason why I love Jay Huss. Mm. His project's so cohesive that whatever he picks as the single, you're not going dis- to like something else bare more than the other because it is a body of work. Whereas I think a lot of people make single albums. So every out every song has to be a single. But that um, probably makes more sense now, technically. Because people are not listening to the body of work like that. I don't have the belief that they are anyway. People are, you know, it's just that what t- it depends what type of artist you are. What percentage would you say take in the body of work? Great. That's a, oy, what percentage? Because uh, I genuinely uh, believe it is less I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you now. I really feel it is no more than ten percent that listen to the bo- that deep the body of work. And the reason why I could potentially agree <laughs> with that is because of how popular our sound is. Yeah. That's the only reason why. If our sound weren't this popular, people would be taken in the bodies of work because it's with a core group of people that care. But you're right, you know. Uh, you're right. I've seen my Okay, I'll, I'll, up, I'll up it a bit. 25%. Maybe not 10. 25? You 25. better go right back down, big man. It's not 25%. It's not 25%. It's not. We're, we've got... Uh, do you know what I hate now? Man used to go body music, shout out body music in, in Tottenham. And I used to go to a market with my dad. Um, it was in Hackney. And I remember it was near Clapton. But when you go to the market now, yeah, they would have all the boxes and you had to go through the records and it would have the M and you go to M and then you might go, oh, Mace, Mace has dropped a new thing. And like there was artists that you were consciously aware of. This is my problem with convenience now. I think of playing someone, go to Spotify, there's so much stuff. I've now forgotten who I was going to play and now I'm just playing whatever's in my <laughs> yeah, face. That, yeah. And like, yeah, that yeah, is just yeah, annoying. Yeah. But it wouldn't happen to me if I was back in body music. Like, yeah, let me get the, you get me the pure swing five and this is what I remember. Mm. So I think, again, convenience has messed up so much stuff. Convenience has fucked up life. But mm. I don't want it to mess up music because music is just such a, it's such a precious art form, you know where I'm coming from? You would say that, but guess what though? Go on, family. A chef would say, Yeah. I oh, feel yeah. like convenience has fucked up the art of how we make love to the food and that. I agree. Do you understand what I'm saying? How many times have you gone to a West Indian shop yeah, and you've eaten it and you just go, but my mum makes it better. Right. I don't think this chef is crap. I just think this chef is out here working on convenience. Let's just get whatever we need to get to get as much food out the door so we can make some money. Mm. That's got nothing to do with how you make food, how you love it. So you're right, yeah. A chef would say convenience that. Convenience has fucked everything up. It has, not it? But yeah, I think what has happened though is that like, we've gone to such a different side of the spectrum, yeah? yeah. We as people have to tap into like what balance really is. That's what I think. Because at one side of the spectrum from early on, mm. it was everything was pretty much dictated. Yes, yeah? yes, you're right. And things are probably still dictated now in just in different kind of ways. But let's just go with me here, yeah? On one side, it was <laughs> evidently dictated, yeah. yeah? Now, it's like, we can dictate, we can dictate things. We can move certain yeah, things, you we know? Can move, and we've realized that, yeah? yeah? 
But now we need some balance in like how we maneuver in that because there's so much, oh, we're in a yeah. world of so much convenience, yeah? Mm. So much convenience that like, at what point do we say, okay, cool, nah, I need to rail it in a little piece now. I need to rail it in a little, just a little bit. Yeah, at what point? Shit, do you know what? I've been asking myself this question every single day because that, that, see, that's, that's it's up to us. Like that's, the balance is up yeah, to us. Yeah. The balance is up to us. We've got, uh, there's, there's a lot of things that I feel that we have the power of now, especially when you've got strength in numbers. Yes. Do you get me? 100%. But like, balance though. Do you know what? The younger generation ain't really on convenience though. What? What are you on about? Hear me out when it comes to some things. Like, you know like an artist going to Jamaica to make an album is far from convenient. That is not no, convenient. Yeah, you're right. yeah, you're right. That's not convenient at all. It's more convenient to go fucking Brixton get my man down the street to get a tree five and you know what? It might feel like Kingston. Mm. So I think some some things within our art form, I see people going above and beyond to do something or to prove some type of point. Clint, for example, um, that makes Cortez clothing. Mm. None of his stuff is convenient. Clint will go outside the powder store with a bag of t-shirts and run around the corner, man, I chase it. Like the way Clint has built up his brand was far from convenience and he's now reaping the benefits of it. Do you know where I'm coming from? It was more of, an artistic approach to create a brand and yeah. he's done so well now and I think but there's a lot of young Cissé Cissé's mm. brand faces and it's not convenient really to be going to venues all across the world taking pictures of different artists and these these things are not convenient to me consumption of people is convenience our consume like as cons like consumers yeah we're more convenient we're more based our stuff on, on convenience but young creatives I, I don't see them and I mean creative by the term creative, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. by the general term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really like, I have to give them credit cause like, Well, let me ask you amazing. this. Yeah. Go on. How much of your life would you say <laughs> is run by convenience? <laughs> Callum, you know it, innit? I know, I'm a hypocrite. Are we all? Yeah. Like, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? We are. We are. We are like, we how are. did I get here today? I got trained. I'm trying to change oh, the narrative. That's not that bad. Cause convenience would probably be a Uber. Uber. I'm yeah, trying exactly. to change that. Right okay. I'm really trying. I've been. I've got trained here every single time I've come yeah. in the past, like five, six times. Because how I much things have you done today that has leaned into convenience? Just today. Today. Not very much. Not right? very much. You know. I've noticed you've been cooking more. Yeah, I've been trying to cook. Learn. I'm, I'm actually okay. trying because what you're saying right now, I've recognised. So let's say let's say a month from a month from to like back a month ago. Sorry, like a month ago, two months ago. Yeah. Chucky, I would have had Uber Eats three times in a day. <laughs> I would have got Uber from my house to the corner shop. Like I'm just convenient. I might just go on Spotify, just go to a playlist. I haven't even listened to it yet. <laughs> like it was all convenience, man. Like it's bad. Really, really, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really, really bad. Whereas I've made a con, I've made a conscious effort to go no. This is, it makes you not enjoy, convenience makes you eventually not enjoy life. I think we even have- How about you? I, no, 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 no. D don't do that to I, me, no. <laughs> no. How much of your life is convenience? Can I grab what? you as well? Do you know what? Quite a bit of it still. Serious. Not like a crazy amount, but a bit of it though. Avra, I, like, give me the okay. five convenient things in a day that you feel that you do regularly. I drive to the train station. That is a stinker. <laughs> Next. That's a stinker. It's about like a seven minute walk. Serious? Yeah, sometimes I just drive to the station, bro. Now that's poor, man. I know, that's, that's mad. That's mad. You're messing up the, the, the environment mad. now. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, what else? What else is convenient that I do that on a daily basis? 
I don't know. I'd probably say like the most, the, the thing that is probably the most prominent in, in terms of convenience for me, maybe just the driving aspect. And I'm a person who catches train, by the way. I do, do catch train yeah, and yeah. I catch yeah. bus and that. Yeah. But like, there are times when I don't need to drive, but I will just drive. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you know a when, the time. Do you know one time I can say, man, them do not care about convenience? When it comes to girls. I knew it. I've seen, man. Right. Go <laughs> Nah, so this is the thing. Sometimes I think even we have sex yeah. out of convenience. 100%. Sometimes I think that even if you're single and the gallem that you might even choose to have sex with. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Out of yeah, convenience yeah. and that too. Why do you think I say that? I know I say it you're the, your ex-girl yeah you just start, sometimes you start looking at oh do you know what like who have I already who have I already tried I hate, I hate to use the word I'm going to get slaughtered but I don't care but the easier option oh yeah the one that is not I don't we don't have to go out tonight yeah, by whatever yeah, yeah, let me yeah. just hit you and just test the temperature now, you understand what I'm saying yeah and I've decided this year I ain't doing that as well right nah man I'm swimming man I'm out here because you know what yeah your social skills are, my social skills declined because of that stuff like like I didn't know how to interact. Like one thing I was really good at was talking to women. I was amazing at it yeah, yeah, because yeah. I didn't want anything from them. Mm. And then because of convenience, you get a girlfriend, like all of these things. You're just not the man you used to be. Be right. But you still like the inconvenience of seeing women. Yes. So now you need to figure out Wait, how the to- the inconvenience of yeah, seeing women. Yeah, I think everyone loves it. What do you mean? The inconvenience of seeing a woman is what man love the most. They the love a test. Inconvenience, like what do you mean by that? Man cheat. That's inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> it's so inconvenient. But do man love it? Part of it is also convenient, I'm sure. My brother. That it, is convenient. Maybe there's aspects of why? it that's convenient. Because is it like. May, may, it depends on the circumstances of why, but potentially because. It's All right, I'm speaking easier. from a grown aspect, though. I'm speaking from a grown aspect. Okay. So most men will live with their gang. Now, to be honest with you. That's inconvenient. In, yeah, it's, okay, inconven- that it's inconvenient. inconvenient. It's more yeah. convenient. To be fair, this is going to sound mad, yeah? But it is more convenient to just chop your missus. <laughs> to chop your... Yeah, because it's just going to chop your missus. Yeah, bro. yeah, and we don't like mean the... that in a harsh way, but that's just... That's just where it no, is, No, no, that's the reality. Like, I could go home and just chop my missus. It is harder to not do it. Yes, because yeah. you are... If, you're right. You are very yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Bro, because it's tramps. like you are inconveniently stepping out of your house to do inconvenient things to be, like... No, you're hide, you're, imagine you're hiding everything you're going to yeah. lie to your girl yes. you're going to probably go to a restaurant right. and look around and everything right. about this I've been there Chucky I've been the cheater yeah I'm, it's in, I've all flown abroad I flew abroad because it would have been seen in the UK <laughs> <laughs> tell me about inconvenience fuck me man spent racks what so I'm just saying like personally I just yeah I think that's the only time and I don't think I don't see that changing where people don't mind being, and women, <laughs> you lot as well fam, you lot will fly women to Dubai, women are the, big, inconvenient. Well, I, I believe, I believe yeah, single women more so though. Yeah. Boy enough. When it comes to convenient, when it comes to convenient sex, they, it's turned up loud for them. Yeah. Cause I think for them, and maybe this is like a society thing or whatnot as well, it's like, you know what? Like, let me just go to the Don that I know that I, I just know what I'm getting. Do you get what I'm saying? More than it is just stepping outside, going to a club and just looking to get chopped by a man. Aye. Do you understand what I'm saying? Aye. So like, I mean, not I, I would, I would, be, I, I, I'd be honest and say that there's been a lot of times where I've, I know that I've been the conze- the convenient sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, been yeah, a convenient yeah, yeah. sausage. I don't mind. You know, like, I get the like, hey, you're out, whatever. And uh, do you know what? I'm. 
Providing we've got a connection and whatever it may be. You're cool um, with it. Yeah, why not? Same. Agreed. Yeah, why not? Because it's a fair exchange. Yeah, no, yeah. recently, do you know what, yeah? I don't know. But in the past, five, four, I have not been on it. Yeah, I've the... clocked, yeah. I don't want to be a convenient beat. Why? Because I'm at epic time. You are some of the catalogue of people that I've swam with. They're telling you it's an epic time. We're having a great time. So now why should I be in a bracket with bare other people? But do you ever go for a convenient beat? Yes, Callum, because I'm so a yeah, hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. So you no, won't be it, but you'll do it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but we're all hypocrites. We're yeah, all yeah, hypocrites. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, let's yeah, be yeah, clear. Yeah. I'm we're hypocrite. all hypocrites. Hippies, man. Right, so do you know what we're going to stop doing? Russ. We're going to try to stop doing this anyway, yeah? Yeah. Let's just own our hypocritism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever like it is. I like that, I like that. Let's just own it. We just say it from now, we're all hypocrites. What I say doesn't necessarily mean that's what I do. But it does mean, if I say it though, sorry to cut you, if I do say it, believe I'm on the path to trying to get there. I'm genuinely trying to get there. Watch him tomorrow now, be be the convenient sausage. Someone will come out. There's a level of, there's some convenience I want right now and I can't get it, so yeah. There's it, yeah. Yeah, fam. Yeah, like the convenient, yeah. So I think maybe, maybe, when we look at convenience in terms of that aspect, women probably lean more to the convenience and we might lean a little bit more to the inconvenient. Mm. Um, when that's it comes why women to it. are more, in that aspect, that's good, you know. Well done, women, man. Yeah, because you We're know what? Freaks, I think for man. women, yeah, if they, like, if we were, if we was in this aspect, f- had the same mindset of convenience as they did, I think that we would have less problems. You know that. Because- no, wait, wait, pause. Not all women, by the way. No. If your last 10 f- pictures have got filters, <laughs> you're on inconvenience. No, but what I mean by this like is, me. is that like, you know what? Like, instead of me just going outside and just trying to make shit happen and whatnot, I'm just going to go to the person who is just the most convenient to whatever. Because I know it's going to be a good time yeah. and it's just not a hassle and it just is no what problems. it is. Yeah. If we just was on that same wavelength, then probably a lot of the time it would be just less issues. But for us... Because we're always just trying to go for the inconvenient and try to do the inconvenience in it as well by going here, there, yeah. doing all kinds of shit. Sometimes even making it a whole thing that it, as, that it isn't even in the first place anyway, just to just to land. <laughs> really, you know it just causes problems and issues, bro. I blame rappers. Go on. Basically, growing up, yeah, I love Dipset, like more than people know. I loved Rockefeller, more than people know. And them and were on crud. Them and were on full-blown inconvenience. Yeah. But women have different people growing up. Well, the era that I was from anyway. They had different role models, so to speak, growing up. And they gave you, whether it was true or not, then women gave you a perception of convenience. Right. So their natural go-to was convenience. And then maybe they get in their 20s as a bit of inconvenience. But I reckon most women go back. The problem with men is, is that we live here. Her first introduction through sex is inconvenience. Then we learn a bit That's of convenience true. and then we're like, yeah, but we're cheating on our girl again. Before you know, we'll just back out here, bro. It's like, whereas women, them ones, they actually want to settle down. They want to get married. They actually want to be Do with they? some anyway. Nah, not modern day women. Oh, not the, not, not the not 10. <laughs> if, you're len- if your last 10 photos have got Instagram filters that don't belong to anyone, of course that's not you I'm talking to you. Can't be in Dubai, Mexico, and Maldives in one day. This nah, is, do you know? I think that I, I, I probably still lean to the fact that like the majority or a large percentage still love the idea of the traditional relationship, but just not in the tra- the traditional sense. So like, 
the Ooh. idea of you know maybe getting married no, no, like being in a yeah being in a relationship like being in a monogamous it is monogamous right yeah monogamous being in a monogamous relationship so just, just me and you just me and you yeah Russ. in a monogamous relationship and you know what like potentially getting married or whatever just setting like building a foundation together and riding off into the sunset I do believe that a large percentage of women still love the idea of that yeah. I just think that maybe not so much in the traditional sense that it used to be where the woman is supposed to stay home or supposed to do this or she's not supposed to do that or she's not supposed to go here or she's not supposed to wear this or wear that because there's a lot of nuances into this as well it's like it's not just oh back in the day women stayed at home and just looked after the kids although there are some women that are more than happy to do that i've met women that have said to me listen yeah yeah Yeah. they've they've said i obviously want to make my own money and i would like my partner to be able to make obviously their own money but also I am very happy with having a child and leaning into my gender role, what they believe is their gender role, Lazy. which is the care. Lazy. Eh? <laughs> Wait, let me just finish. Bro. I don't think that's, I don't think that's lazy, I don't by the way. Lazy. But it's like, you know, just oh. the caring of the family, like the caring of the family, taking care of the home. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And ultimately, for a lot of men, when the home is being taken care of in a certain way, and remember we talked about it, peace in the home. You come home, it's run a certain way. There's peace in it. You can run your business outside properly. You can provide better. You can make thing, whatever it may be. And you come home and it's just your resting place. You understand what I'm saying? You're connected. You've got your family, all these type of things. Some couples want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. I say all of that yeah, to yeah. say that like, I think people want that, but they want it without the traditional, what would be the word? Like, the traditional what would be, perception of it. They want it to be a little bit nuanced. But, I think I understand what you're yeah, coming from. Yeah, they want it a little bit nuanced. Yeah. yeah. Without, you know, like, the, the, the just the, like, the um, the lower classing of women or, like, the putting down of a woman because of where society was at the time. Do you get me? I'll say this because I'm going to be a bit of a prick. I don't want to stray too far because I can't even believe you started J-Huss. But what I will say is... Oh, no, we do this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Fam... You see, I hear what you're saying, kind of like, so a lot of people, women want that and all that, yeah. That's what I said. But, oh, well, we sorry, both I, I, agree, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. I hear you lot, but you know what? It keeps hitting me, fam. Man is not 70 years old. And I've done a test. I went to Wood Green, yeah. I just started speaking to bare old people. And all of them said a similar thing. In your 20s, you think you know what you want. Mm. In your 30s, you're exhausted from thinking what you know what you want. <laughs> and by the time you get to your 40s, you actually know what you want. That's interesting. So all of these individuals, like, I want this, I want that. I'm like, life is like a massive sweet shop. If the sweet shop is this big and all you've done is stayed in this section, how can you tell me what you want in this sweet shop? You haven't even explored it all. Go to the fucking That's end. That's why I actually think my mum and Peter had such a good relationship because they did meet each other so late. So I kind of believe that when it comes to relationships, as fucked as this is going to sound, it's going to sound so, so, so fucked. So fucked. And I apologise and I don't mean to be rude. But inconvenience is the best step forward first. <laughs> I, I actually completely understand. Do you understand where I'm coming and from? to an extent, I agree. Because the inconvenience <laughs> is walking into an ignorant world. In Why should yeah, I be I convenient in ignorance? I do agree. It's good yeah. to be yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. out of your You learn zone. more. You learn more. more. So you know what? I've twisted it again. Well done, men, for being inconvenient. Oh, no. No, but, but, but ultimately, God. I think, would you not say that enough men want that idea of that relationship too, though? Chucky, yeah, I've just do. put my glasses on. 
I can see clearly now. I want it badly. Right. I, I can tell you right now, <laughs> I would love to have my girl, picking family. them, yeah. and just family, and just, I would love it. I would love it. Yeah. But in the same breath, go on. I don't know if I've explored enough. I started thinking about it today, bro. I don't know. This is a great conversation. I genuinely don't. I want to believe that if I was in that situation, I would be the man that everybody would probably want me to be and that I would want to be myself. But there's parts of this sweet shop I haven't gone to and I can't promise that if I see the Matu Ifruti, I might not want to give it a bite. I can't promise that. So for that, let me just explore the sweet shop. And I'm telling you, eventually I'm going to Let's be open. Let's be open. Let's actually be open. This is not even going to be to you because I know how your team works, yeah? See for you and for us and even just as like... And for you. Yeah, and for me, yeah. <laughs> and for like, just like our friends and some of the things that we've seen and whatnot, yeah. Do we have a problem with oh God. the idea of like always wanting that something more? There's always something missing yes. and there's always something more. Like, at what point oh, will we actually really say I've explored enough? When we're 70, we can't do nothing. Dick don't work no more now. All of a sudden we start, the arms start drop off and now we need someone to kind of care for us. This is the next thing, yeah? <laughs> None of us, this is the thing. None of us are gonna be outside until we get so old that one day when we start getting, when we get licked down with dementia now, all of a sudden we want some, a throwback to come, and look, after us. Days, yeah. I <laughs> you. To come and look after us. Do you know what? That and it's at like that on. point when we realize, hold on, you know what? This is this is kind of what I want and what I need. At some point, yeah, or at what stage, I know I'm throwing bare questions, but at what stage it's like, do we say, like, it is what it is. Like, it, I'm, like there's always gonna be more. There's always gonna be something, and there's always gonna be something about even the person that I am gonna settle down with that in my head might be a bit of a shortfall, but you know what, char, let me just ride this one out with my gal. All right, so let's go back to the sweet shop. No matter how much they rebrand it, no matter how much, what season it is, it's still the same fucking sweets. Mm. Once you've explored the shop. Drake said, once you had one dime, you've had them all, sorry. I mean, I wouldn't listen to him too much, but. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, go on, now, um, I, I, I think once you've explored the shop and you have an understanding of what the shop provides, that's what the shop provides. Cause that- What's exploring the shop? It's the Western world. Like the Western world is a massive, massive shop. Yeah, and it's got so much amazing problem. things in it. I know, and the Western world is full of, and you have to understand the, like what it's here, it's purpose. It's purpose is to, it's kind of purpose is to just, you get me, just fuckery. It's purpose is fuckery. Brother, we've lost tradition. I, we've lost, all right, so. We've lost tradition. It's, lo it's moving away from tradition and it's exploring more fuckery. And you know what? You try your hardest to be like, nah, it's not that bad, it's not that bad. But once you've gone through the whole sweet shop, you're like, I like it, but a man can't live here. Right. Some people stay in one part of the sweet shop and just wait for them to restock and see if the stock's any different. Right. But it's exactly the same fucking thing. So they end up staying in one corner for longer than they should. So when it's time for them to explore, you're right, they're 50 years old and they still got some exploring to do because they've just pitched up in this one corner. I know a man that be looking for a gal in a rave for all 10, 15 years. And it's like, there's other places to find girls. Like go out and see other aspects of the world. Don't just live the raving culture and figure out why you haven't settled down. There's more coke Bro, in the fucking raven or is in bloody we, number 10. We've lost tradition though. 
And you know the maddest thing is, yeah? Because I'm just thinking about this now. Mm. Tradition back in the day, obviously you could pick a part in like how certain things were and that like, you know, we're looking through the eyes of hindsight now. So we can see certain things and say, yeah, that's fuckery. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do this. And we should do this and we should do that, yeah? So then what ends up happening is we pick it apart now. Yeah. So tradition's gone now. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're outside now trying to figure it all out and whatnot, not realising that, right, we need a bit of balance here. We need a little bit of this tradition and we do need a little bit of that. But we need to find it here. The problem is, I think think that we're too over here. The problem could also be we could be too over here, which is too much tradition. Could be. But we're too over there, bro. Right now we're just too over there. And enough times I'm speaking to man on the phone and women as well, yeah? And it's like, you know, and I'm guilty of this. Yes. I'm going to be so honest I about it. I am guilty of this. Come on. I've met a girl. Come on. Buffing. It's a it's a this, that, what not. And then it's like that feeling of, I don't know. I hate it. I hate I it. Do you know but, what? But we, the thing is, oh, what, what is this I don't know? Like, is it it's comparison? like the brain's playing tricks on man. Like, is it comparison though? Are you living life by comparison then? Or not, is not, it because there's too many options out there and you're not 100% sure that's the one? That could be an issue. Sometimes you when know. it feels like there's, too, when you're in the sweet shop, if you're in the sweet shop and everything feels free. Oh God. Then like, or not, yeah, not everything feels free, but a lot of it feels free. Then at what point do you say, you know what? Let me just pick up my Harry Bows and go. In it. All right. How about you don't know yourself then? Is that an interesting way of looking at it? Yeah. Because if I know myself, I already know what I like. That's why I'm like, you have to, it's crazy, you know, as much as this sounds, I don't want it to sound too deep because we're having a good time, but you have to explore yourself, Chucky. Not physically, unless, you know, you can't get a girl over. But honestly, you need to really explore in here, man. And I just really ask yourself several questions on why you do the things that you do. And I think the moment you start doing that, you get the answers and then your decision making is a hell of a lot better. Before then, Fam, you're just cheating on your girl in another country, fam. And I've been there. <laughs> but then I guess it go, it opens up this next conversation, which is like, are we fighting ourselves to be monogamous? Do are we you? fighting? Are we fighting to be in a like the me and you thing? Are we fight? Are we forcing that issue? Are, you? are we? Well, this is the thing, yeah. I believe I do love the idea of companionship. I love it, bro. And I love the idea of like being with someone and having a family with them and like just riding off into the sunset. I honestly, bro, I love it. Same. I do sometimes think though, sometimes I do sometimes think to myself, like, are we are, is some of us set with that like um mentality and that is like something that is deep within us? But also are some of us also just made different where it's like, mm, yeah, no, nah, not really. Like, I like the idea of companionship, but I could have companionship in multiple different ways. And I'm actually okay with that. That's also very true. Also, some guys, I mean, they won't admit it. I mean, I would admit it, I wouldn't mind. They started a little bit late. Yeah. So if you start late, mm. you finish late, innit? So like some man didn't really get gal early. Like I, did, I wasn't talking to gal like that when I was, I, I was chirps in gal, but I didn't really care. When I was 16, 17, ask my boys, we were chirps girls in a Cartman accent. 
because we just did it. We just wanted like it wasn't serious to us. And if you got the number, we just thought these girls were idiots. Man, fuckers, you like, hey, what's going on, you guys? Hey, baby, I want to get your number, man. Like, and they used to give me their number, and it's like, what an idiot. But to a certain extent, I started late. So me being confused now, the age I am, it just makes sense to me. Whereas some of my bridges who started early, like 13, 14, they're on it. They've got big yard now. Mm. They're pattern. Mm. And I'm just like, raw, that aspect of my life. But then there's other areas in their life, for example, business, for example, they're not as advanced as maybe I am. Do you know where I'm coming from? So when it comes mm. to the situations with females, I think I started late. That's the reason why I have problems now. Mm. Whereas I know some man, They've just been gallus from like you from day. No, nah, I haven't been a. I wasn't a gallus all my life. Yeah. No. Nah, so you beat your gallus now, my brother. That's what I'm saying. That's how you got to catch the man them out. Come on, man. But um, yeah. Before we move on, I I find it interesting still because I do think we we're picking a lot. I can I ask you one question then. One. You mean to tell me in your whole life, there's not one person you think. Maybe we should have gone off into the sunset together. Absolutely. Fuck. I'll, I'll be honest you with you. Though? Absolutely. And you know, do you know what is so mad, bro? This is gonna sound <laughs> so crazy. Go with you, bro. This is gonna sound so crazy, yeah. yeah. Although my relationships have not worked out for whatever reason, they haven't worked out yet. Honestly, when I tell you, bro, I have I have encountered some really good women. You know that, like really, really good women. Like I, I haven't, I can't. It's not like I can sit here and say this one was. There might, there's one, <laughs> there's one still, <laughs> there's one. But like I've met some really good women, but there's just been like certain circumstances for why it hasn't worked out. So you know what, like some being, I mean, I don't even want to because. Yeah. yeah, there's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go into some, too much detail. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. but some just hasn't, and also there, there, there was a time as well, and had been a time where like mentally I just wasn't there, and it was nothing that a woman was going to be able to do that was going to make me feel wholesome enough to be in this relationship. That this was something in my mind I had to fix, and so like I wasn't, I just couldn't do it, bro. Um, so for that, that one had to. I had to distance myself from that. So there's a lot of different circumstances for why that is. But also, what I will say is, I'll be totally honest and say that, like, I, I'd be lying if I said there weren't times when I've been talking to my guy, on the, my guy on the phone, saying, "Yeah, do you know, what? I'm talking to this girl, but I don't know because, and I don't know because, and I've ranked hard. Oh, I don't know because, you know, and my my close friend had a word with me one time, and he was like, "Yo, Chuck, man, like, you know." You you really have to be really focused on what are your 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 um negotiables and what your non negotiables are because sometimes mm. you're making your non negotiables no your negotiables non- sound like they're yeah. non negotiables bro <laughs> like and you're gonna have to understand that like when you meet someone there's always going to be certain things there's just always going to be just little things whatever it is it's just that you know to just understand that that is a part of the process isn't it please but, hear that but yeah wait go on fucks man no I was just gonna say sorry yeah yeah that's just I've just been thinking about relationships a lot recently I won't lie to you before Maybe we actually get onto the other thing I do want to say this and I didn't want to like because I didn't want to I didn't want it to come across like being this guy but and maybe it's another, it's a proper conversation, probably for another day. I know people keep talking to me about this, yeah. But did you see that clip from them dudes on that podcast, that Fresh and Fit thing? Did you see oh, that? that was a stinker. 
I was never going to bring it up as a howler, but since we're no, here. Explain, explain. Right. So basically, and I've talked about these guys on the pod before. Yeah. So they, and I talked about it when the pod was new. But these guys, there's two men, yeah. They do a podcast called, they do a podcast, right? <laughs> and um, basically they discuss, usually it's about like, they kind of pick apart the double standards in which women have in today's society and whatnot, yeah? Some of the stuff that they actually come up with, I wholeheartedly agree with in the way that they do it, yeah? But they talk to a lot of women. So it's like two guys and usually a round table with a bunch of women, right? And they'll ask them, you know, what's your type? Like, what do you want out of a relationship? This, that, and the other. And they'll kind of sort of unpack it. And one of them is like very militant where he's just The light skin of, one, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always us light skin ones overcompensating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's usually very onto them and like pointing out inconsistencies, contradictions, blah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's like, it's very, it's pro, it's pro men. And you could probably see that there'd be like a lot of men. What do they call like that section of men that like find it very difficult to get into relationships and, and meet women? Feminist. Is that like a blue pill or some shit like that? What is that? I can't even remember. There's not a blue pill, but there's, I know it sounds mad, but I actually watched a flipping do, a documentary, not a documentary, interrogation on one guy who duppied some woman. And when they were interrogating him, he was saying that like, he's a part of, and he was calmly talking about him being a part of Facebook groups that like are dedicated to men that find it very difficult getting into relationships with women. And they have, they're very angry at society and right. the standards that people have on, you know what I mean? So they might not be tall or they might not be big or they might not be this thing or they might not be that. So they just, they're angry at the world essentially at, um, and more so at women or whatnot, yeah? Good I don't even know why I even fucking mentioned that. I've lost my train of thought. But anyway. What were they saying on the pod? Anyway, what they were saying on the pod. He's done a poet, yeah. Yeah, so exactly. So anyway, what they were saying on the pod now in one part was um, they were reading out some comments and then someone asked them, do you go on a certain website? I can't remember the name of the website, but it must have been a dating website, which is predominantly uh, for black people. To which then, um, the guy was saying, oh, you know what? I don't deal with, I don't deal with darkies, don't deal with Shaniquas, whatever. And just being very offensive to, to black women, yeah? And then I was very curious to hear their response. I actually watched the pots. I didn't want to go on, I didn't want to go by the clip. I actually wanted to just hear what these were saying, yeah? I went and I watched the, the response thing where they had another group of women around the table and they was talking about the response and they were saying, well, um, women are able to talk about what they like and what they require in a, ma in a man mm. and talk about their preference. So why is it that we are not allowed to talk about our preference, yeah? To which was obvious to me. The difference pure, purely being that they were talking directly and being disrespectful about what they didn't like. Even sometimes when you might hear certain things that a woman might say that you can maybe even pick apart on, yeah? A lot of the time, whether we think it is right or wrong, usually it's, they will just say what they like though. That, I was just gonna say that. Women will you, say, oh, I want, I, I like I a guy, want a guy like this. Uh, yeah, they won't I like say, a guy like I don't this. They don't like this or I don't like that. So they didn't, these guys didn't turn around and it. say, you know what? Like my type, I, I'm into Spanish women or I'm into this type of woman or whatnot. Shout Their thing was, I don't deal with the black this, black yeah, that, yeah, Shanika yeah. this, whatever. And now I'm getting to that point where I just feel as though, obviously, you know, there's been a, a time, um, which was a wrong time where like, the, 
the oppression of black women was just an okay thing to do. That's what it seems in society. People were doing it, whatever it may be. We've come to a different part in life now where we under, we're starting to understand things a little bit more better. Let me tell you this. Do you know what I believe? From this day going forward, yeah? When we start seeing people do stuff like this towards black women in particular, we should deal with them exactly the same way that we would be dealing with a newspaper that is disrespectful to the man yeah. them, um, to this person from this religion or from this cultural background, when you say some, or from this gender, Joke. yeah? Someone who, or from this sexual orientation, we should deal all of that, that same way that we deal with this, the same way that we deal with how we would deal with this person because they disrespected that one who has this sexual orientation or this one who comes from there or, we have to have exactly the same energy. From this day, we should just have exactly the same energy. Because it's mad that now, even in this day, people can feel like they could, now knowing what we know, now hearing voices and actually hearing people talk about, you know what? Back then when people were saying certain things about my hair and about whatnot, they made me feel good, you know? And this is how it affected my life. Like there's so many examples of this that maybe we might not have paid attention to when we were younger or whatever it may may be, yeah? Now that there is so, so many examples of it and there's so much people talking about it, we should, at, at, well, not, there's not a lot of people talking about, a lot of them are talking about it. A lot of them are talking about how they feel. Really and truly now, the, we need to back the thing in a different type of way now because it shouldn't be cool for anyone to sit around us or around the table or even be on the internet mm. just outrightly just disrespecting like this it's so different when people say uh you know they say um because this is what they, this was their argument in the thing as well if i said i didn't like spanish women then no one would have anything to say the difference being i don't know where these lot grew up you here. Spanish guys. brother do you know how like you know how glorified spanish women are mm. like spanish women are like so glorified even when you look at like certain movies um yeah the way that we l let me tell you this yeah if i ring a man I ring one of the man and when I say to them, yo, brother, I was out last night and I, I met one girl. And, I, and they say, oh, is it? Like, what, where? Oh, I met her this, that, and whatever, like some Spanish thing. Man are looking at already, before I've even said anything, mm. man are looking at me like, what? Brethren? What's going on? Where is yeah. it? What's the pattern? Show me a picture. If a man says, yo, boom, I went out, whatnot, met this black thing or whatnot, yeah? Depending on the circle, the circles that you come from or whatnot, men are not looking at it really the same way. So it's different when you turn around and you say, rah, like I'm not really into Spanish women or I don't like Spanish women like that. It's different when you say, oh, you know, I'm not really into white women. But if you live in a country like England or America or like countries that are predominantly white, yeah, because it's different. It's like, it's, it's so, it's so, Okay, the best way to put it, yeah, and I remember hearing someone talk about this as well, it's so normalised, it's like the normalcy thing. So, say like models, this is the way that they put it as well, yeah? You see like when you see models, you might just see, like, and you're looking at like what is uh, deemed as beautiful models, it's just normal to just see like a group of white women mm -hmm. that would just, it's just normal to see that, isn't it, yeah? My body. Whereas, Huh? With the same body frame. With the same body, right. 100%. But it's not, when you see the black one, it's the celebrated one because that's the one that busts true. 
It's mm. the one that, do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like the difference in how we see it in a, in the Western world is completely, it, the disrespect is not n- even nearly the same. That's why I'm saying that now with the information that we have and even hearing people talk about it, even hear, not hearing people talk about it, hearing their stories and how certain things directly affect have affected them, now we have to, it's, I think it's imperative, yeah, that at times man have to just, not in a corny way, but stand up and say, pull man, pull man to the side and say, yo, you're not, you're not, we are not going to allow you to do that. The same way we would do the same for new, at newspapers, even though newspapers will still go and carry on with their fucker anyway, purely because no one sees them. People at the Daily Mail, you, it's hard to hold them accountable because it's just their email written in the fucking thing. But sexual orientation, you disrespect someone of a, of a certain sexual orientation, we're on them. You disrespect someone of a certain religious background or whatever it may be, we're on them. We disrespect certain people from a certain country and that, people are on them. We, we have to keep the same energy when it comes to this. I don't, I think you're asking too much. <laughs> when you cuss someone's religion, you have to take into consideration there's loads of different types of races, right. influence and things like that involved. Mm. When you cuss black women, cuz you're talking about a group of individuals that have been discriminated against for long before I was born right um, so the, the passage and the path to them getting the respect in which they deserve we're nowhere near it we're nowhere near it unfortunately Chucky again now it's very difficult for us to also um, fight against the situation purely because some of these the, the, let me show you some things I don't like in life, Chucky. And I always used to think people were dickheads for me and I don't even like when it gets older. Why is your decision on what you're doing, which is negative, based upon someone else having the license to do it? If we can all agree this is bad, why are you saying, oh, they can do it? Like, I find that very childish. Mm. Zion and Khalifa do that. I find it very, very childish. So when you said at the top, of, you know, the top of the point, talking about these guys saying, oh, women can talk about... Well, I don't rate when women do that. Right. So if I don't rate when a woman does that, <laughs> right. why as a man do you feel like you should do that? You're an Egypt. That's number one. Number two, which is uh, a bit disappointing from my end, is people don't take into consideration the consistency of output that they give. If Speck said something about black women, I wouldn't take it on board. The guy's a fucking idiot. He just does. He just says things. He doesn't mean anything by it. Now, if you know him well enough to know that, no, I don't think anyone would even butter an eyelid. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. I, 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 haven't, I don't know. But I know Specs doesn't say anything with no malice or intent. Now, I saw the way them guys spoke. There's no think funny about it. There's no joke and there's no, like, you didn't type it. I saw it. I heard it. I was like, you found it funny to ridicule. And I'm just like, because you say that, but you're, you're darker than me. So when you go home, do you say that to your mum? Like, do you actually have that conversation and that argument with your mum? Their ignorance usually is, but I don't, I'm not dating my mum. That's usually the ignorance. Yeah, but that's not, that is a, again, yeah. I, do you know what it is? I don't know how old these guys are, innit? I wouldn't, if they were in their mid twenties, I would just leave them. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go at them. I wouldn't even argue with them because they're going through that journey of, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And you know what? It doesn't matter what I say to you. When you get 30 and you got to look back on it, mm. I can't make you any make you feel any worse than you're going to make yourself feel when you look back on it. Right. I've got things that I look back on and I go, 
shit. Yeah. Like, fucking hell, nothing you said could have made me feel as, as, as bad as I feel now that I've matured. The worst thing is these guys have done it on the net. So, Chucky, I'm glad they've done it. Do you know why? Because they're going to go back and look at it and go, what the fuck was I doing? There's no way I'm really glad when people get married in, like, their 20s on Instagram. I'm like, Haha, we're going to see you divorce on Instagram as well. This is lit. Mm. So, like, people, make your mistakes, man. Grow. And I don't... And it's just a fucking weird one because it's so obvious that you shouldn't do it. I don't know why you do it, but don't worry. The growth and the power and the support for black women is more, is here amongst a, a group of people. And you know what? It's growing day by day. Chucky, they're making a very bad choice. A very bad choice. Not because it's not even just because it's morally the wrong thing to do. Because work-wise, you can't get away with it no more. Maybe 20 years ago, you can get away with it. But guess what? Every day, women are growing in power. Mm. Especially black women. So you see that podcast that you've got today that might be doing well today. In five years' time, the person that signs the check for you to get commissioned to go and do something might be an independent, strong black woman that watched your podcast five years ago. Mm. Now what? Right. Now what do we say to Shaniqua, who's the CEO of this company that you want to join? Right. Single mum, two kids, 170 bags a year probably. Mm. Now what do you say to her? Would you apologise just so you can get the check signed? That man, they're burying themselves, man. Trust me. You don't even need to say anything. They're burying themselves. Yeah. I think it's just, it kind of just, you know, you do that. Like, obviously, people will learn from their mistakes or whatnot, but it's just another, it's like someone is a punching bag. Like, there's like a group of people that are a punching bag in the process of learning from the mistake. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's almost like, now we're starting to see that. It's starting to deep that even more. And to me now, I'm like, it's corny. Let me speak to a young buck actually, yeah. You see in school, it's actually corny, really, to bully the person who seems like the person that is easy to be bullied. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? The person that's at the bottom of the food chain, you can't you just You're just going to, yeah. Like you're just, oh, okay, you're stepping in and you're just trying to bully them like because that's your perception of it now that's because that's where you're holding them to me that's hella corny you know there was a girl yeah in my school um i'm not even gonna sit here and say that i was the best in school by the way because <laughs> i'll definitely we, wasn't. this episode's called we've admitted we're, we're hypocrites, hypocrites. <laughs> there we go we've yeah. admitted it all right yeah but one thing that i wasn't on i wasn't on like like i wasn't on bullying and that like I was on, I'll be honest, you know, like sometimes you walk into a class, you just slap a man in his head. I used to do that But not everything was bullying. Some things was just... <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah, 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 nah, there was one you, I can't lie. Every time he got a trim, you just used to he laugh. saw me. Oh. He saw me and my bridge in the way. He just saw me walk in. You were a dickhead. You know, yeah, yeah, you did were that. a dickhead. Though. But we was cool. Do you know what the maddest thing is? We was cool with him, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, but he was I, cool. Uh, you know, like... It's man, just up his head kids, that, man. Cool. You know, you just had to hold that, but you can still hang with man in the playground. And that. It's just it is what it, it is, man. It was where it was, but Come really, on, obviously, man. that was still mad. The thing is, though, girls, I just wasn't really on that. Like, you weren't, like, in front of me, you couldn't just this, you couldn't just that bully this girl. Chooses like the new girl who's come from a different school, which she's just got here in year nine. So she don't even know no one. She ain't even got friends like that. She's coming on her ones. So, anyway. Someone like these lot tried to do it one time to this girl, which was that same situation. She's come to the school year nine. She ain't got no brethren. She's not the pretty girl. So she's not really getting any attention from anyone. People are just looking at her on some disrespecting. 
Anyway, every time I saw people like doing that, I was always like, nah, man, Lawa. And plus, in my mind, I did think like, she's why are you not treating her like this? Like, she's kind of pretty. Like in my mind, not that you, if you're ugly, you deserve yeah, to be bullied. Yeah. By the way, nope, that's, that's not it. But in, that's I'm what young. You you yeah, in in my young mind, that's how I saw it, though. Well, it makes sense, man. Yeah. So anyway, boom. Some years later. Um, she's contacting me on Facebook. I just saw thing whatnot. Yeah, absolute sensational stuff. At first, I didn't even realize who it was. So I'm like, then I'm looking and I'm like, right, I recognize this girl. She looks sensational. Come on. Anyway, got a long message in the uh, um, messenger thing whatnot. Just saying, ah, oh, like, just wanted to just say thanks for looking out for me in school and whatnot. We went to the same school together and blah blah. blah. That really helped me and boom boom boom. Wait, boom, are you yeah. chucky at this point? I'm I'm DJ I'm DJ Chucky at that point so kind of like I don't know if I care no more it's a different one do I trust her well oh, you thought she was trying to slide in because if it was WH Smith Chucky uh. just working a regular job but well, DJ you know, the Chucky reality was that she glowed up I'm anyway nasty, man. she I'm glowed up nasty. anyway and she and you know I feel like a lot of the people that would have treated her a certain type of way yeah. back then would have looked at her now saying rah yeah what look at this but at the same time, I say all of that to say this, that like that doesn't mean because someone seems unattractive that you can deal with them a certain way and then you do or you're dealing with or you're gonna you're gonna deal with them in a good way in hope that because they will be attractive later on or they, they might mm, get money yeah, or they might find themselves in a situation. Don't wait for people to don't wait for people to blossom to do good. It happens. Yeah, it happens I'm not going to ask anyone to not do it I can't be asked I'm a hypocrite I probably do it as well but in the context of this when I see that I just think Jay, do you know what I was looking for right now no it was Aoife. I was going to try and play play them bars where he asked um, Jay-Z why are you you always you always be concerned with sorry bro women. I disagree with you bro what I you think mean? that you I don't think you are at this stage in your life yeah I don't think that you will treat someone as, I don't think I think your consistency levels in the way that I know you, yeah, yeah, is if you don't necessarily like someone for whatever reason, regardless yeah. of what they do in their life, that doesn't change for you. No. Not unless they've, not unless you've had a conversation with them and yeah. you've ironed that out. Yeah. They could have a, they could have a certain type of job. They could even put money in your pocket. Yeah, I don't think that for you, it changes so much. But I mean it in a sense that, like, for some other people, they'll wait mm. for someone to find themselves in a good position before they actually oh, decide to be a good right. person. Okay, okay, me? yeah, I'm not on that. Yeah, but, yeah. I, don't, I don't do that stuff. Yeah. I don't, I'm not doing that stuff. But yeah, yeah I, was, on, sorry. I was looking at that, that Jay-Z song, and that, that Nas song, Aoife, when he cussed Jay-Z for, you're only, you're only concerned for dissing women. Would you, would you abuse as a child? They call you ugly. You yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what? A lot of these guys that are like, I don't want this Shaniqua, no, I don't think you have the option of getting her. I think at one point you might have been interested, but because you're not the man that you need to be, all of a sudden, now you just try and dismiss it like you don't want it. Like, let's just be honest, fam. Let's just be honest. Of course you want a beautiful black woman. Most people do. And I, I say that confidently. Like, you're just, you're just being what you feel you need to be in the Western world because you think it will work. But guess what? Me and Chucky spoke at the top of the show. We're going back home more time anyway. So... When it's time for everyone to go home, the question is, Mr. Podcast Man, where the fuck are you going? Right. And you know what the thing is? Let's be honest. I don't even think it's a bad thing. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to be more attractive to whatever it is that you're attracted to. I just think that it becomes disrespectful when your attraction becomes 
where you disrespect what you're not attracted to. Like you're disrespect, like, and you know the maddest thing is, when I actually think about it, poet, yeah? See when you actually unpack this, yeah? Do you know where the actual disrespect really lies for men that have these opinions on those type of women and their attraction leans to a certain way because of their mm. what they don't what they say that they hate in maybe black women or whatnot. Mm. Do you know it's actually disrespectful to the to their type? Do you know why I say that? Because for them, in their mind, I'm not can't deal with black women because they're just fucking it's a headache, it's this, that and the other and whatnot. You know what? I'm gonna go over there, man, because my life's just easier. Them gal ain't got nothing to say. Them gal are just. Do you know what they want to do? You know what I'm saying? Inconvenience, my God. God. That's what they want. <laughs> yeah, they see Rihanna. She ain't standing for it. Yeah, they, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? Ah, uh, you know what? I'll go over here because really, I could just, I can dominate this. It's easier for me to dominate that. At some point, maybe even this is a take here, yeah. <laughs> but maybe like white women and whatever women from wherever else should look at, stand up and say, hold on a minute. Don't take us for fucking idiots. What, you think you're just coming over here because you, because life is just easier and this is the reason why you think we're beautiful because you just think we just ain't got nothing to say and we're just going to just put up and shut up. But when you do say that, don't have a mop in your hand and don't be cleaning. Like, <laughs> we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll unpack that another time in it still. But before we get out of here, Molly May. She was out here lighting up the internet. Lighting up the internet. I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched the whole thing. Never. Did you? I did. Go on. You got, either you got time, or you're just a nice guy, man. She has nothing to say. God forgive me for saying this. Molly May, I doubt there'll be a time in my life, and I could be wrong, where you will string a couple of sentences together that I will go, that was very informative. Like at no point, so mm. I couldn't watch fifteen minutes of her speak. You know, mm. the only double M I like is Maybach music, not Molly May. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Maybach music. Sweet, I'm not on this. I, I watched it because I liked. I've been watching some of the content of the guy that does those conversations because okay. he usually talks to a lot of mm. like CEOs, people that run businesses or whatever. Yeah, and. The way that he started the conversation with Molly May was actually interesting to me purely because the way that he put it was, was that like, he was saying that Love Island's been around for a little while, but when you take like the last three or four years in particular, yeah, you've had the winner and the winners had brand deals or whatever it may be, but none of them have necessarily had the impact on social media and the element of whatever it is that she's got in the way that she has. So he wanted to sit there and unpack it with her. Now, obviously I watched the conversation and realized, I realized very early on, I realized a couple of things. One, she doesn't know. Nope. <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> 100%. And two, there's a lot of things that she actually said in it that I know when she gets older and she has a lot more experience, she's gonna have a change of opinion in, yeah? Hopefully. So, are you, well, yeah, oh yeah, I would hope so, to be honest. And, and I think it would be more so even just for her piece. And the reason why I say that is because I know I'm straying off a little bit, but there was one thing which what she talked about a lot, which a lot of people are going through, yeah, is that, that constant need of 
wanting more and being dissatisfied after like you know like you achieve something and it's the next I need this it's not enough I'm not like when he was talking to her about it she was talking about like never feeling never ever feeling fulfilled never it's like once one thing happens she just constantly needs this other thing she just needs that she gets the bag and then that doesn't do anything and then she does this and it's not doing anything or whatever and that is like a, a thing that a lot of people are going through but she didn't have a she didn't have a perspective she didn't have a um she didn't have she didn't say anything bearing in mind I'm a big man in that as well so she didn't say anything that made me think oh, I hadn't heard this before serves you right any- for watching it serves you right for watching what the f- God forgive naturally God if you don't forgive me I've done so much what the fuck is Molly May gonna say this 19 year old gal that's 20, with Mr. Fury no 19 year old gal let me finish when she's in Love Island, she right. gets with the Fury. So realistically now, you're popular and famous, not just because of right. you being an attractive girl to someone, I guess, but or having 200 subscribers previously on YouTube, but you're with a Fury. Right. You're with a Fury. The conversations the Fury family are in are global, right. which means that just by collateral damage, you're going to get attention. That's number one. Mm. Number two, you're on the biggest show in the UK when it's streamed. Mm. So there are two things now that you walk up that house with that you didn't have before, which are contributing to your success mm. more than you are even fucking aware. And at the end, the age of 22, what the hell are you got? There's no struggle in this story for me. <laughs> There's no like, oh... There's no, it's all privilege. It's all privilege, 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 privilege. Even the struggle will be privilege. So for you now to go and give advice and speak to a group of people to inspire them. I grew up on Bob Marley, my nigga. What the hell am I gonna listen to Molly May in January about? Like, come on, man. There was advocate though. Drink some tea in front of a ramp. Tramp, gone. Even if you come from an element of privilege, mm-hmm. you can still have an interesting story to tell in your success. She went on Love Island. Tell me I, something interesting no, about Love Island now. No? All right. Tell me something interesting about being on Love Island, being the Fury and now being whoever mm. you are, a pr- pretty little thing or... Bro, that's not man's story, bro. Man, listen to two back. <laughs> and today I listen to drug dealers rap and I listen to people that are from genuine struggle yeah. in this global pandemic. Not Molly May. What a what a bag of nonsense! What an absolute bag of nonsense! Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, because obviously where I'm gonna take it, I understand where you where what you'll say. Now, the only thing I was gonna say is is like on what you were talking about mm-hmm. in regards to like the privilege and whatnot is that. You know, like Eddie Hearn, for example. You know, his dad was a boxer, was a has been a promoter, right? Yeah. And his dad had a built a business that was a multi-million pound business. We can say yeah, very yeah, respected yeah, yeah. in in like the fields that he was in. Was it bowling, darts, um, boxing? Sort of. Yeah, like sort of sort of boxing, but more a different sort of side of sport. Yeah. So. With that, he's got a son that is naturally born in some privilege, which is Eddie Hearn, right? His dad's Barry Hearn. Eddie Hearn is a man who's of now... Charismatic, he's amazing. Right, hella privilege and whatnot, yeah. But there is also something special that you have to be able to do, which I... And I completely understand that this is very different to what I'm saying in regards to the Molly May thing. It's actually not even the same. And it is probably very irrelevant. But... 
there's something special still that you have to have to be able to take something from a mo- from a, mi- a million pound company to mm. a billion pound company. Like you can't just have the spoon and you just do that. There's a lot of people that like. Has that has she? Uh, well, some people might say that. See, like with the pretty little thing, that there's like an element of that that excelled purely because of her. Her whatever what? The fuck it her is. what? Her what? Go on. Like when Kanye West spoke about Lady Gaga getting that deal with Polaroid or whatever camera company it was, mm. bro. Let me just educate some of you guys because you lot think that there's this really special path. This is not school. Mm. This is not, I mean, year seven. And when I get to year nine, I take my sats. And this is not school. Mm. This is life. When you leave and you're in life, I'm telling you, who you know is better than what you know. Mm. Molly May could have been Molly May. Her husband is a fury. The fury family are in everyone's mouth. She's going to get love by collateral damage. Mm. That's a whole different conversation we're having, Chucky. There's so right. many layers to her apparent success. Mm. I can't say, how did you get there and expect her to tell me a story? Mm. It just does so, it in my head. It so doesn't see, see with the, the 24 hours a day thing, yeah? Oh, it's a stinker. Go on. And the rappers but, that were agreeing with it, you lot are having stinkers, man. Some of you are my mates. I love you to bits, but you're having stinkers, fam. You think a Molly Mae is going to tell my mum she has the same 24 hours as her when my mum ended up losing her job during the pandemic? Losing half her pay. You think she got the same 24 hours as 19-year-old Molly May in Love Island who gets to 22, gets with a fury and has all of this blood. You're white. When you go on TV, 89% of the people in the fucking country are instantly will look at you on mute and go, I have something in correlation with her. I can relate to her. How can you go and work for Pretty Little Thing? Pretty Little Thing where you know a lot of the clients in which you have are going to be from various different backgrounds and give them information that cannot help them. That means you don't understand your consumer. That means you don't understand your business. That means you don't even understand where you are, how you got there, and why you're there. You're just speaking. Yeah, I mean, look. You're having a you see the twenty-four up. the twenty-four hours in a day thing. I do think that that is just a speaking thing. But I also think the reason, pardon me, the reason why that's become just a normal, easy speaking thing to say is because this is just in hella success books. Like this is something mm. that has been regurgitated a million I've, times. I've heard over. that Who's advice so success? many times book who wrote the book where are they from what do they do we need information stop living in a headline era because it's twitter let's be triller than trill if that book was created by the western world then that's who they're, they're talking to them they're not talking to me mm. they're not talking to you i don't even have to talk to callum but it could we not also say yeah that like also i'm just trying to bring another argument because you're being so- the what's advocate I'm playing the devil's advocate. All right, and I'm here with Jart Rastafari. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) But like, see when I watched it, yeah, there was a lot of things that I felt that she said that was just mad to me. When she said that, (laughs) when she'd said that, yeah, honestly, that didn't stand out to me. And the reason why that didn't stand out to me, yeah, was because, one, obviously I felt like there was a lot more mad of things that she'd said. But also I felt like, maybe, maybe, Sometimes we just have to take the sense out of nonsense in it, yeah? And sometimes some people say things, it could be like, the sentiment could be right and the message actually could be okay, but it's coming from the wrong person, yeah? yeah? And so like, when I heard her say that, my mind took it as she's saying, we all have 24 hours in the day. So our, your circumstance, 
or the disadvantage that you were grown up in or whatnot doesn't necessarily have to be the outcome of your life, yeah? Now, what I see is when I saw the outpour on the, on the internet or whatnot, yeah, and everyone was talking about the success thing or whatnot, in my mind, again, this is just me though, so I'm not saying how everyone can see this and interpret this, interpret this yeah? But, like, let's look at success here. Because a lot of people were saying, oh, well, you know, there's people that are born in, let's say, an African country like the Congo, like tell a poor person from the Congo that they've got 24 hours in a day. Well, you're measuring Western success by their success. Mm -hmm. There's a man who, when I went to Jamaica, this is the God's honest truth, yeah, facts this, yeah. Every day when I was, when I was in Jamaica, the last time I went, um, when we were driving to Ochi, there was a man who had a stall and he was selling coconuts there. He's there every day, every morning you'd see him, yeah? Um, a light-skinned guy. And um, I had a conversation with him, like one of the times that I was there, yeah? And he actually felt like for him, him standing there selling the coconuts and that to man was success to him for where he come from. Amazing. And he made that happen however he made that happen. Bearing in mind, he's come from a place of disadvantage. There's, there's, there's money in Jamaica, but there isn't really. No. There's not that much opportunity there. Like, there's opportunity if you live somewhere else and you come there with your strong pound or your strong dollar and you build a yard or you whatnot. And, and also, what's happening as well is that sometimes people are not even using the locals to build up their thing. They're flying people over to, to build it. stuff. To, you understand what I'm saying? But there are certain people that are trying to work in a way that they can they can do what is success to them. So when I was watching it, I was looking at, I understood the outpour and I understood that it was definitely the wrong messenger. But also I was looking at the fact that it's like, let's try to not all judge success in the same way. Because even when you watch the conversation with Molly, yeah, from the way that she's even talking, it's like she doesn't even, it's like she hasn't even reached success yet. And there's a lot of people that are would be looking at that saying, well, it's easy, like, that's success. You are a multi-millionaire. You're doing X, Y, and Z. What do you need X, Y, and Z for? You don't need nothing. You've made it. But her success, my success, your success, and this person's success is a completely different thing. So when someone does say, if someone turns around and says, look, if you work, and let's forget about this working hard thing. Because working hard does not make you successful. No. There are people like our, some of our parents that worked three, four jobs, did all kinds of stuff and worked hella hard and were still in the rut. Working smart is what can help you achieve certain things, whatever it is in your life that you might, that you might want. And I just personally think that we should be looking at this and saying like, yeah, like whatever success means to you, like if you, if you work smart, and you try to do the smart things, not work hard, but try to, you know, do the smart things, regardless of what situation and circumstance that you are in, you can achieve what you feel is success to you. Now, Chucky, what you've done is you've become a translator for Molly May, which is fantastic, but I'm not interested. This is what we're going to do in life. We're going to take a look at what someone said and judge them on what they said. Okay. It wasn't a tweet. It wasn't a comment in an interview. She had about an hour to make herself clear. And from my understanding, <laughs> Chucky, she didn't do very well. So 
She said we've all got the same 24 hours. Let me take a look at the time in Jamaica right now because then that will give us an indication yeah. if we all have the same 24 hours. Oh, we don't. It's a different no, it's, time in Jamaica. Um, so even in the literal sense, I don't have the same 24 hours as loads of different people. But they have 24 hours in it. No, but I don't have the same. This was going by what she said. Um, but are secondly, we going to be that literal? I am because you've had a podcast to explain yourself. You've explained yourself. But isn't that obvious that she didn't? No, it's not obvious. Time. It's not obvious because she didn't say it. You're but saying did you take it as that? No, it doesn't matter how I took it. She's a 22 year old girl. Most of her consumers I don't are think not. That you mean? I don't. I get it. No, I don't Chucky. Think, what I'm what saying, saying to you is, that's not I'm it, Chucky. We have to be clear. She hasn't done a million podcasts for you to even know what the fuck she's. I talking think it's about. obvious. Like, it's that, obvious like. to you as a man that in the journey of life you're here. She's 22. She's about fucking here. But bro, then, what I'm saying is it's, obvi- out, it's obvious that like in England, we are not in the same time as Australia. Oh, I'm fully aware of that. But That's I'm making, obvious. But I'm letting her know that when you, and she watches this, I know. When you do a podcast and you speak to people, you have to be clear. Especially as a 22-year-old girl who has the responsibility she has and then has the position she has. Because the moment she realised this would affect money, she does an apology. Right. This is again, let's just go back what she said. I don't think that would affect her money, by the way. No, no, it may affect her money. It may, because she's done an apology. Yeah, but that's probably because of... Do you know why she did an apology, bro? Because I'm not saying it's going to affect her money bare, but it's going to affect something. She did an apology because we everyone was being overly sensitive about it, in my opinion. Mm. If maybe they were... I don't know if they were being overly sensitive. You know, the simple fact that I don't know what everyone's going through. After a pandemic, mm. after we've had so much information about what the world's going through, mm. after we've had so much information about what people in this country are going through, you're saying we've got the same 24 hours. If that was the case, when I watched fucking England, I didn't see any white people get booed. Like, there's so many reasons why the timing of this, and it's insane. It's just so idiotic. Anyone that goes, oh, we're being a bit, fuck you as well. Like, bro, you've got a whole team of individuals. You've got so much. You're privy to so much information. How the hell are you making errors like that? You're speaking to people in different social classes, going through different things after a pandemic. You're not doing this interview in 2018. It's 2022 where we're vexed at fucking number 10 for having a party. Like that's where we are right now. So is it sensitive? I don't know, but I know the timing. I don't think I'm exempt from timing, but Molly May believes that she's exempt from timing. Well, clearly you now know you're not. So moving forward, when you make comments about success, when you make comments about moving forward or how we should behave as a group of people, what you should do, Molly May, is take yourself and be a part of these communities so you have a better understanding. So when you're speaking to these groups of people, you give them information that they can actually use in opposed to information that you and about 10 people around you can use. I think that is better. Because if you gave that information to your friends in your house that are in probably similar circumstances, I would go, great advice, Molly. You've gone on the net and you've told a group of people that may not even obtain half of what you've made in your life, they, in their they, lifetime. But the thing is- Hear me out. So don't tell me that we're living the same life because we're not. I want you to tell me that whatever success is to you, like you were saying right, right. now, is very important. Make it more about the individual. You've generalized it. So because you've generalized it, you've involved a lot of people. And because you had a lot, involved a lot of people, they had the right to say something. And guess what? They did. You didn't like it. You apologized. You was wrong. Done. I know it sounds fucked, but that's what it is. I think it was blown out of proportion. It may have been, but like I said to you, just twenty-two. Off the, no, She's but We got twenty-four hours in a day. Like we all got twenty-four hours in a day. I understand. Chucky, pause again. I'm letting you know there was a COVID pandemic. We are privileged people within it. We don't have to work for no one. We work for ourselves. We manage our own money. It doesn't change we, anything. It does change something to me because I've seen the effects of people that work for people, and then where I don't have to go to work and no one tells me nothing. 
I've had to see people that have gone to work and they're being told, yeah, you know, you've lost your job or you're out of a work in three that weeks. That doesn't so, change anything. But even but as self-employed, I lost all my work. Exactly. So, so then, how? So why, so why am I now telling you that we all got the same twenty-four hours? Because as a CEO, somewhere in this world, geezer, he didn't lose fuck all. Probably no, gained right. some stuff. So my thing is, I'm not going to now come forward. And I'm saying to you, we have to be very conscious. I told you on the podcast a month ago. The one thing I've learned is that global pain is a hell of a lot more important than one person's perception. Right. The pain globally we've gone through, I just think there was no thought process into what you're saying. Too much people have lost too much within two years for us to now be saying we're all in the same circumstances. I don't think that's what she was saying. No, but though. Chucky, it doesn't matter because you don't know her. You ain't spent no time with her, nothing. I think what right, you're, you're saying- You're, you're right. You're, might we're, be we're right. Both, we're, I think we're, but we're, we have to say this here. We're both, we're both having our interpretations of what she's saying. No, right? Chucky, but my only thing is I'm not trying to read in between the lines what i'm doing because she had a podcast i'm just taking that. it i'm trying to take sense out of nonsense yeah but chucky and sometimes I'm in not, life that's what we have to do no i don't think we have to when you've right. got an hour to speak if it was a quick interview and she said it and the bus passed i'd have been like babe i'd have been like everyone man the girl didn't have like, she didn't have like what three minutes to explain herself lower chucky it's a podcast if you cannot make yourself clear there you have to re if i do something here and it's not clear and people get at me the last thing i'm looking for is like any sympathy i've done it wrong this mm. is a service. This is a responsibility as much as I love it. It's yeah. a fucking responsibility. If you don't live up to the responsibility, you have to deal with the consequences and you've only got yourself to blame. It's that simple. No, no, no. I don't, again, I don't think that she said it right. I just think it was blown out of proportion. And bearing in mind, remember, you know, like there was a lot of people that went through a lot more worse things than me. But yeah. remember, yeah, I went through the same pandemic same as well, yeah? Thing. Remember, I went through the pandemic as well. My stepdad was dying in front of my eyes and I lost a lot of my work yeah but you know what bearing in mind my what i'm trying to achieve in life is nothing to what she is aspiring to at all however i had to deal with the circumstances that i was in and maneuver in a certain way i had to do that if i didn't do that i wouldn't have been able to sit in front of you bro, bro mm. and have a conversation with you about poet with the mind that i had and the stability within that mind to be able to do that without breaking down and crying or whatever it may be. Mm. But I, for me, like I knew I had a certain understanding and I, under, and I also understood that like, for me, I had to, I just, I had to deal with this, but also I had to do, I had to do certain things in order for me to, I had to try my best to be as smart as I could to keep my mind as sane as I possibly could be in that time. And I succeeded in that. I believe. Good on you, Giza. I'm happy for you. I but you're a I big believe. man. Now, she's 22 years old. Some of the people around her are about 17, 16 years old. 18, some of the people that love her. They don't have the knowledge that we have in life. They right. had the experience that we've had. So her main consumer is primarily a little bit ignorant to life. Right. And that's the information you want to give them. How does that help anyone, Chucky? My whole thing is this. Like I said, and I've learned it a lot through the pandemic, me being able to sit on half cast, have a group or HC, sorry, and a loads of people watching me. Oh God, yeah, um, Chucky's right. here, Callum's here. For, for, for me to have this job, like only now more than ever, I am so Grateful. appreciative and thankful. Mm. I understand this is hard work and all of that, but I'm not gonna go, you can do it as well. The truth is you might not be able to, but you see whatever That's you life. could- You see whatever you That's can do- That's life. Exactly, so whatever you can do for yourself, that's what I would advise you to do. I wouldn't make it general. Do you know why? My life ain't been general. But I honestly, so I can I be honest with you? She just shouldn't be and giving I know that general we've done advice. This. I know that we know the podcast, name of the, 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 the I know we, we've do, like, we 
have named the name of the podcast already. Have we? we? Gen- yeah, we do generalize as well. No, of course, we but, we do but that you know what? I can generalize. I we can do. generalize. I'm talking to a small community of people. If I generalize within that, I reckon I'm only speaking to them. They'll know what I'm talking about. Can I just say, Molly May is a pop pack, my nigga. So when you are Molly May, you're not just speaking to your community. You're speaking to communities you've never even been around. So when you say and you speak, you're giving them advice, Chucky. Mm. Whether you like it or not, that's the that's the nature of your yeah, business. Yeah, 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 yeah. My business don't go chat to. William in fucking Sunderland. If it does, me love you, but you know who I'm here for. Yeah, Molly well, made. You know what? Like can, I, can I just interpret it for like, or interpret it for some of you lot that don't read between the lines and whatnot? Yeah, God. basically, success is what you believe success is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have 24 hours in a day to reach that if you work smart. So what Molly May should do, if you're watching, darling, employ him. Because you're rubbish at it. <laughs> you're rubbish. I don't like when you talk. So listen, if it means that you just want to sell a young t-shirt or you just want to, you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Stop selling thing on the road and just get a light job. or That's success. you got 24 hours to make that happen. Yeah, but Chucky, you've had enough of life experience, it seems, that you can give That's that advice. Molly, January, February, March, April, May. <laughs> That was a stinker. Hey, um, Boris has had a stinker as well. Oh my. We ain't got time. Howler, have you got any howlers quickly? Boris, straight away, big man. I saw another guy with similar hair to you as well. I don't know what his name was. He's having a, what was that? that? He was wearing a wig. I thought he was. Michael. Michael who? Um, Something beginning with something B. I've all got a, look, I've got a, look at this. No, F. Uh, Michael Frabicant. Frabicant. I'm not gonna go into too much detail. He's a member of parliament. A member of parliament. But I don't know exactly what he does. Listen, honestly, what you need to do is take your missus's fucking wig off your head and you need to just wake up as well. You look like a stinker and how can I take you serious? Am I watching Black Mirror or is this life? Boris Johnson now, like, Boris, you have three baby mums and seven kids. In my head, you're a yardie. You're not good at telling the truth. You're good at inconvenience. This is inconveniencing me now. BJ, I bet you got a lot of those in your lifetime. You need to stop with the bullshit, fam. Just go out of office and do a documentary and tell us the truth because you were partying in number 10. You have seven Pickney. I don't believe you were following COVID guidelines. I'm sorry, that's just me. Who else have we got? Now, this guy, I love him. Chucky, you'll love him as well. Go on. Callum, you will grow to love him because the information I'm going to give you will make you go, what? Now, he did beat up Freddie Gibbs in Miami and I found that gangster. You know I love him. He's from Dipset, Bird Gang. Come on. But lips in your mum. That's crazy, Jim, Jim Jones. Jones. <laughs> That's crazy, my brother. Like, you said afterwards context, it was a joke. There was a podcast. Obviously, Jim Jones is on a campaign right now. He just released a song with Migos. It's a fucking banger. I, I like it. Obviously, I'm a Jim Jones fan. One of the... Probably the best rapper in Dipset right now. Mm. Crazy. Um, but... He came out on a podcast with Angela Lee. Um, Angela Yee. Angela Lee? Angela, 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 Angela Yee. Yeah. Angela Yee. Um, I watched three minutes of it and turned it off because I didn't actually want to get there, but I wanted to watch it so I could talk about it now. But then I just found the clip and spoke, watched it. And he broke down the first person he was ever kissing was his mum. And it was tongues. And the justification for it was that she was a young mum. Now- What? Bro. Really? That bro, echoed. Obviously, I'm not as old as Jim Jones, so I don't know what young mums are doing back then. Oh but I just God. hope, I just hope, because you know what it is, yeah? It's a whole different world. What it makes That's me think is- stinker though. No, it makes me think it's a stinker, but you know what I think? It broadens the stinker. Now I don't think he's the only one. Yeah. 
I think there's other mums that were out here lips in their sons. Biscuit. And the real stinker doesn't Biscuit. lie with Jim Jones. It lies with the mothers. Biscuit. It lies with the mothers. It does Biscuit. Biscuit. Don't, don't, don't call Jim Jones Biscuit. Jim Jones is still my brother. No, I'm saying you're saying I don't think he's the only person that's done it. I'm saying, well, judging by how Biscuit was moving and feeling up his mum in the kitchen and that. Probably. No, I mean... <laughs> Biscuit's mum used to lips him. That is no, I'm mad. I'm joking, I'm joking. I don't think you were. Um, the last one I'm going to do with go is on. Australia. Oh, go on. You've had a bit of a stinker. Now, first of all, I've seen your news reporters on television taking the piss out of man like Djokovic. I've also seen that oh. you're now saying that leaving your house for work isn't a suitable reason unless you're double vaxxed. So people can only leave their house if they're not double vaxxed. How much, how much like accurate is that? I don't know. But this whole situation of one hour exercise and basically everyone's being forced to get double vaxxed. So Djokovic goes, I'm going to this fucking Australian Open. I'm going to play a bit of tennis. He's not on this vaccination thing. Mm. But he carried out the correct procedure in order to be let into the country. So he had to go stay somewhere where, you, you know, if you're not vaccinated or, you know. Government quarantine. Government quarantine and so on. And then you leave. My man still had to go court and the court and, and the judge had to give him permission to go and play the, US, um, the, um, the Australian Open. Only to find out that the head of medicine can still chuck him out of the country whenever she, whenever they want. Despite the fact he's done everything legal. Really? Two people, including a referee, another tennis player, they've been thrown back to their country because of this. One individual was from the Czech Republic, another was from somewhere in Scandinavia, don't quote me. Right. So it's all legal what they've done, right. but because people are not happy with it, it seems like people have got a power trip on Australia. They're just shipping people back. I think you've put the pressure on the fact that you've told everyone in the country you have to double vax. So when someone comes over who's not double vaxxed and they're just strolling around, the whole country's angry at them. They shouldn't be angry at Djokovic. They should be angry at you, Australia, or whoever is responsible for chatting this type of nonsense. Right. Not everywhere in the world is doing this, you know. Mm. There's alternative ways to deal with COVID. Let's keep people safe, but let's keep people happy as well. Mm. Otherwise, we're going to get more angry people because of Molly May. Just don't. Someone give her COVID. Let her sit down, be safe in her house for seven days. Don't want her to die already for that. But just shut up, Molly, all right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, no more podcasts for you, man. But yeah, that's my howler, man. Australia, massive. And I'm a fan of Australia. Hey, if you got any howlers as well, send them to send them to Poet, man. I'm only trying to do three a week, man. Yeah, that was Djokovic, yeah. Jim Jones in Australia. I did have my, Boris Johnson, though. I can't believe he has three baby moms. I love him. Boris Johnson, amazing. yeah. What is funny about the Boris thing for me is that like... This man, at the time, in the height of the pandemic, this was what, in May? This was when everyone was only allowed to be around one person, you know? And the weather was good and we and the weather wanted was, to be out. Everyone wanted to just be It was out. in May, innit? And apparently it was the hottest day of the year. And there was one guy in parliament who is fuming. The funny, fuming. The funny thing is, is that obviously what, first he denied being there, right? Mm -hmm. At the, at the, the, the shubs in the garden. Because that's basically what it was. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. He denied being at the shubs in the garden. Then he recently admitted that he was at the shubs in the garden, but said that he they were unaware that it was a uh, shubs. He basically said it was uh, un he was unaware it was a shubs. Like kind of spontaneous, like it just happened. Yeah, it was like, and everyone worked together anyway, and we was all seg segregated and separated and whatever it may be. Listen, he's having a laugh, but it's not even him so much for me, man. It's just, even though that is a stinker, it is this guy who looks like he's got that mop on his head. I'm like, how can this man ever talk to me about any type of politics looking like that with a straight face? It's almost like he is look. it's almost like he thinks that we are actual dickheads. You know that? <laughs> Let like, me show you something. But Boris I think Johnson most is politics how old? is like that. Oh yeah, that's true. Boris Johnson 
is 57. His latest baby mum is 33. Like, understand what he's on. That's sick. Know what he's on. He's outside. He's outside in number 10, 11, and 12. He don't give a... He might be in number five in Hornsey. Shout out number five, Hornsey. (laughs) Chip, my brother. You don't know. Cuz, I just... Cuz, Alexander Boris de Pethel Johnson. He was born in New York. Who? What? Boris? He was born in New York, see? Mad. I didn't know that. He was born in New York. That's his official portrait. Absolutely. Honestly, any ladies that lay down with him, his chat must be wicked. Nah, he, I reckon he's smashing everything. I was going to say. I reckon he's smashing everything in the yard. Yeah. In number 10. You reckon in so? number 10. Yeah, him? Man, he's I reckon he's had a couple in there, bro. For sure. Who's had more? smashing everything, bro. Him or my brother? Uh, Matt Hancock. Come on. It's Boris. Boris, Boris but he's more the on the God. low. Boris is He's God. smart about it. Yeah, but I think, I think. Yeah. He I knows think, where the cameras are. I think, you know what? Matt is probably like super, like, probably scatty with it. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Trying to do everything. Almost Whereas wants Boris to show is the off. one you hear about, like, what? Like, oh, you might say to Boris. <laughs> this is what Boris <laughs> is. You say to Boris, yo, like, who's that secretary that's doing thing or whatnot? And then he'll say, oh, yeah, so and so. And I'm like, like, you'd be like, what? What? Do you know what? And that? he'd be like, so is that convenience or and you just know what yeah and you and you'll say to Boris what how was well in it like what's going on like yeah, and then he's just not even really saying too yeah, much yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he should drop a mixtape yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's outside trust me um is there anything anyone needs to know about as well Koji Radical's got a new single dropping it would have dropped already I'm in the video wretches there cash tastics there um also Chucks fuck me bruv what? actually don't you're my friend um Pause. For lava for them, boy. Jesus. Pause. No, wait. Koji. Can you put Shout out Koji. Go on. Do you know what he done, yeah? He sent me something, bro. From these guys called Shits and Gids Podcast. And everyone knows. I don't really watch. I don't even watch this podcast. I'm going to keep this real. Eight minutes in. He goes, we watch eight minutes in. These man were just bigging me up for about ten minutes, bruv. Nah, big damn up. And I just, I, bruv, I've, very rarely do I watch stuff and I'm just like, and my kids are there, you know. Yeah, that's nice. Mother and my kids are there, we're all watching it and we're like, what's going on? Like, it was, bro, honestly, Flowers. thank you so much. It, I won't lie to you, that made me feel really, really special, Flowers. bro. That was, I was, it was beautiful, yeah, I guys. That. So I love that, honourable shout out to them. 100%, honorable bro. Honourable shout out to them. Um, constituted by nature, Jeez, some beard stuff, by the yeah. way. Um, it's what one of the things that I use a lot. There's another brand that I use, but this one is really good too. Yeah, mm-hmm. constituted by nature. Their products are absolutely banging. I can't even lie. That's the name on the Instagram. So if you're looking for any beard product that is actually good, um, check that out. Oh my god! Sorry to just go back. Uh-huh. Everyone knows Royal Family. It's not that I don't like you, but when you give the gold back, I swear to God, I'll be cool with you lot. <laughs> Prince Andrew stripped of military titles. Why? They're no longer going to defend his sexual abuse case. The truth is coming. Let me tell you this now, yeah? The queen has not been wanting to fuck with this brother. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been feeling that. I've been thinking she's not really... I got a lot of takes on the queen, yeah? That like, I know people will be surprised about or whatnot. But I just think, you know, I was saying this to Specs and that even on No Rules yet. I was like, you see when you see her driving around in a Jeep and that, 
yeah, and she's just trying to just on a whipping excursion on the thing or whatnot, yeah. Do you know what I believe she's doing? I reckon she's called my man from the Congo or whatnot and said, listen, I'm going to try and drop the jewels off in the thing. What we need to do, get one of the man them to come and, and I'm going to drop the jewels off. But she can't do it because every time she's trying to drop the jewels off in the range, someone catches her, bro. That's what I think. Someone is catching her every time she's trying to drop the jewels off. Call me. I got you, fam. I got you. What about, we got you, 100%. Oh, cool work, young fug. You know about we'll talk about this, from. brother, in a piece anyway. Mm. That's interesting. Go. Love and guidance, everyone. Thanks for listening, yeah? But you said in the pod that you picked one. No, you did. You pretty much did. You, you said like, we would have had like, a name we, by now. We've got a name now. Um, when did I say that? You did, and yeah. I said, "What? what exactly. you? Cool. you said the same. You had the same. What name. today? Yes. Just now. In did the I? Pod. Yeah. Through you were like, "Oh, obviously we're changing the name, but we got it now." Did I say that? Yeah. 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 I said to you, what? And, th- Play it back Jerry. on the screen. Yeah, Play it back on the screen now. Oh, we're not recording. We are. Play on the. Oh, you're not. Okay, whatever. But I don't remember yeah, yeah. saying that. Oh, hundred percent. Did I? To the point. Yeah, me and me and each other like, huh? Do we? He said, "Uh," and I was like. Cause I'm thinking to myself, is that even enough time? You haven't told us yet. I was just like, what the fuck? Oh shit. If yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't know, oh, my brain's weird, man. But I feel like you were you saying know, it I in didn't... time of this video, we would have it. That's how no. I feel like you... No, I didn't hear it like that either. I didn't, I didn't know. know. See? We've got it now. See, you, you <laughs> said fuck Molly May. What did he say? That's what I'm saying to you, my brother. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I, did, right. that was I was dying, That's since true. you said that, I was dying to end this and ask, what the fuck is the name then? I'm keeping this in. All right, come Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't know why I said that. All right, anyway, audio lovers, gone. Fuck off. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.